Oh, so you ain't one day off. It one day closer to vacation. Oh, one day closer. You made it seem like one on, day closer man. as in you got one. You never know with you. Tell your brain to uh, turn on at 6 a.m. Nah, you never Monday know with you. Friday. One okay. day closer to vacation means this is your last day tomorrow. You're going on vacation. You nah, never know with you. I, I looked at all my vacation days. See? I had three left. You would have tried I used it. one yesterday, and I had uh, two left. I took use them for next week. Okay. Next Wednesday. Like I said, you never know with you sometimes. You'd be like, you know what? I've earned my vacation days. I ain't days. mad at you. I'm What's just the saying point you of having never vacation know. days if you don't use them? It's like a data plan. If you got the minutes, if you got the, the bandwidth, use it. So what you do for your vacation day? Plan. Yesterday. Yesterday wasn't a vacation day. I was actually working. I, oh. was, I was in the Bahamas, though. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a nice place yeah, to work. Yeah, I was in Nassau, Bahamas. I had some... some I don't call it work because, you know, when you love what you do, it's mm-hmm. not really work. They always say if you find, um, what they say? I don't even know who they is. But they say if you uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Correct. I haven't worked in a long time. Me neither. I'll be honest with you. I haven't worked in a long time. But you know the funny thing is when you, when you, um, when you stay home, because yesterday I stayed home, I just relaxed. Your My, kids look at you crazy. They're like, what are you doing home? Uh, well, I live here. And that's when you tell them sit they dumb ass down. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing home? Okay. Or, Dad, you're not home at this time. What are you? I'm like, what? I try to explain that to my daughter all the time. She's 11, and, and she's one of those, I'm always bored. She's she bored. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, go read a book. Go write something. Go do something uh, constructive and productive. Because guess what? Me and your mother are doing exactly what we want to do right now, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know why we get to do nothing and enjoy it? Because we always doing something for your ass. Well, right? I, well yesterday I read the uh, Elf on the Shelf book to my kids. My six-year-old, five-year-old, yes, three-year-old. So explain about the elf on the shelf. You got to pick the elf's name and all that other good stuff. My kids are really into elf on the shelf. I was almost late this morning because I had to double back and go home and move because the elf on the shelf moves every day. Explain to me the elf on the shelf because I know elf on the shelf. I also know reindeer in here. I don't know about that one. Now, Elf on the Shelf is an elf that's supposed to look at your kids to make and to tell Santa that you're good or naughty or nice. So every day the elf moves around the house and the kids can't touch it. If the kids touch the elf, they lose their magical powers. So every day the elf moves from different areas to different areas. Like we do creative stuff. Like one day the elf might be in the bathroom and we'll drop candy in the toilet and be like, the elf poops candy. Like, little cute stuff like that my kids love. Oh, y'all stay doing, like, this make-believe fictional stuff. Yeah. Nobody poops candy, kids. Elves do. All right? Elves do. There ain't no black elves either. Every time I see the elf on the shelf, it's never a black person. It's always like... Nah, I ain't never seen a black elf. Yet. I don't like that. But I ain't see a black elf. You can't even, we can't even be black in the fictional world? Nah. Nah, there's no black elves. I don't like that. Maybe you need to create one. Yes! Yes. 
Black Elf on the Shelf. Black Elf, Elf on, the on the Shelf. There you go. Call him Belf. Belf, Belf on the on Shelf. Belf on the Shelf, goddammit. All right, let's get the show cracking. Uh, D-Dot, Derek Angeletti will be joining us for Throwback oh, Thursday. Oh, OG D-Dot, a.k.a. the Mad Rapper. The Mad Rapper. But he was also, uh, uh, he's a phenomenal producer. That's right. Part of the Hitman, you know what I mean? Created a lot of that bad boy sound that we all loved in the 90s and early 2000s. He still does music all the time. Yeah, he still does music all the time. Now, the Hitman was uh, Naeem, it was uh, Stevie J, it was D-Dot, and it was one other producer. That I can't remember. I'm sure we'll was talk it Mario about. Mario Winans a part of him and uh, Chucky. It was it Chucky? Chucky was. Chucky, I don't know if it's Chucky Thompson. Thompson. Don't give me the. But line. we'll talk to D Dot a little bit later. Yeah, on. I thought it's funny because D Dot is one of those people that like randomly we 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 text a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know how that even started, but yeah, I like talking to D Dot. All right. Well, uh, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about the Jersey shooting happened that uh, six people were killed. Well, six people died. So we'll tell you about that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Okay. All right. National Dingaling Day. I don't even know what that is. Taylor, our producer, just came in here and said that to us. And I don't want to assume what it is. And, and you know, my End mind. Up in human resources. Yeah, my mind be in the gutter sometimes. So I don't want to even just assume what I think National Dingaling Day is. I ain't playing with you. Well, let's get in some front page news. I don't want you to play with my dingaling. <laughs> See, here you go. In Thursday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens take on the New York Jets. Oh, okay, Lamar Jackson on the night, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, against the Jets. That's going to be a video game. He might have 537 yards rushing. Another 766 yards passing and 19 touchdowns by itself. Yeah, now let's get into some sad news. Of course, we all heard about the Jersey City shooting. Uh, The suspects have been identified as David Anderson and Francine Graham. So let me tell you what happened. So they believe at about 11.30 a.m., they were parked outside of a cemetery in a stolen U-Haul truck. They said a police officer walked up to the truck. They pulled out a gun and shot the uh, police officer, killed him. Then uh, around 12.21, they uh, drove to a Jewish deli. Uh, They came out of their U-Haul truck with rifles, both of them, and started shooting up the deli. Uh, The police uh, heard the shots, ran over, and pretty much made them stay in the deli till they got more help. And there was tons of shooting, so much shooting. Uh, They said police arrived near the supermarket, engaged with the two suspects. And started a long shootout. They said the shootout was was just shots and shots and shots for hours at a time. I'm surprised they had that much ammunition. Uh, a police armored vehicle broke into the supermarket entryway, and when they got inside, both suspects were killed, and three others were killed in the deli. Mm. Uh, the sad. This is this is the the craziest thing. Could you imagine this? Uh, husband and wife owned the deli. Husband left the deli to go pray. I guess at the synagogue down the street. Uh, during the time when he went to pray, this is when this happened. So his wife was killed, an employee was killed, and somebody that was uh, purchasing something in a deli was killed. I don't know anything about this situation. Uh, I, I got sketchy details yesterday. I just want to know what's up with y'all stealing all these UPS trucks. What? Oh, it's a U-Haul truck. This U-Haul time. truck. Oh, okay. I thought you said UPS. U-Haul all right. truck. Y'all also scared my baby last night, okay? My daughter told me that she was scared, and she doesn't go to school anywhere near Jersey City, but for some reason, I guess they told the school that there was a lockdown at a Jersey school mm-hmm. because of shooting mm-hmm. and she found herself being afraid yesterday. She told me that last night. Right. So, and, Yeah, and, very scary. And yeah, and I had to hit her with the Dave Chappelle because I, you know, it's weird when your kids come to you with certain things because I said, yo, man, the truth to the matter is if that was a situation that happened at your school, there was, there's really nothing you could do at that moment except leave it to God. There's nothing you can do and, and, and you know, the sad thing about it is And she said true. She yeah. was 11. She was like, true. The sad thing about it is, you know, when they shut down those schools, they don't tell the parents or kids what's going on. Right. So parents are stuck out there. Like, I tell you that incident when they shut down my son's school, 
they said that uh, there was a, 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 a active, uh, not an active shooter, somebody running around campus with a gun. And I ran up there with my dogs and, and everything I had to go, and I, I got my kid out of that school. That's right. I don't, and, they was, and the cops looking at me, what are you doing here? I'm coming to get my son. That's what I'm doing here. And, and what do those school lockdowns do? Like, what do they do? They lock down the school. Because it's not an active shooter in the school. Well, they say it keeps the kids safe. So that way, if there is a shooter, mm-hmm. he can't get in the school yeah. to make sure to hurt any of the kids. So they, gotcha. they try to lock it down. But What if the shooter's in the school already? I don't know. That wouldn't be smart to lock the doors. You would at least want kids to be able to run mm-hmm. out of emergency exits and stuff like that. Bro, I got Chuck Norris, which is my German <laughs> shepherd, and I got a bunch of other things. And me and my wife ran up in that school like Rambo. We pulled our son out. Better, better bring that punk-ass dog. <laughs> that punk-ass right. dog was <laughs> dead. <laughs> that punk-ass dog was ready for war. Shout out to Chuck Norris. That's front page <laughs> news. That's right. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. All right? Now, if you need to vent, hit us up. Right. Say another story about Chuck Norris. So yesterday, somebody came in my gates yesterday, right? I didn't know it was a UPS delivery guy, right? He just came in to get his delivery package. And all I seen was a, a, a white guy coming up my, my driveway, right? what I do? Put the dog on him. Chuck Norris, go! Goddamn right. I never seen that man run so fast in his life. I didn't know he had a box. He threw the box, started going. Chuck Norris was on his ass. Hey, he's a stranger. He's a stranger. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Right, stranger announce danger. yourself. Exactly. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. He said he ain't see the bell. Yeah, the bell is big as hell. He'll learn next time. That'll learn him. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kim from Brooklyn. Hey, Kim, get it off your chest. Hey, I just wanted to reiterate on something Charlamagne just said in regards to the lockdowns with the schools as far as the shelter in. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. If it, if it is an active shooter in the building, those doors are not supposed to be locked because I work with um, within the DOE school system. Got you. That so, would, yeah, because I would be like, yo, that, the, at least the kids can run out. Like, you don't lock them exactly. in. Exactly. No, no, no. The doors are supposed to be open so the help can get in the building. But as far as that situation in Jersey, the threat was outside the building. They are supposed to lock those doors so the threat won't come in to harm the kids. Okay. Thank you. Perfect sense. I think they should tell the kids what's going on, too, so the kids are understanding that there's a shooter. He looks like this. Like, explain to me what's going on. Don't just have me stuck behind these doors and not say anything. And more importantly, explain to the parents what's going on. When the parents call to school, don't tell the parents that day they don't have no information. I need to know what the hell's going on with my child. Hello, who's this? This is T. Yo, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. What's up, King? What's up, man? Hey, why you going to get DJ Envy Don't you have a day yet, man? This dude, uh, he's sticking his dog on UPS drivers. He's getting little girls for supermarkets. Coming <laughs> on cucumbers. Guys sucking on cucumbers and stuff like that. Deleting his comments. Why you ain't getting him? Don't get it. Don't, don't get it. Well, 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 wait a minute now. When did Envy suck on a cucumber? Out of all of the stuff that you just told no me. When, when did Envy suck on a cucumber? No, one day when Trav called there, Trav said he commented on a, a guy sucking on a cucumber on Instagram, and he deleted his comment. Oh, well, listen, I'm not, I don't be tripping off my, my man's sex life, you know what I'm saying? I think it's dope, you know, for, for him to be so versatile. And, like, as far as him sticking his dog on the UPS driver, stranger danger. I don't. I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, you don't come in my, my, my gates and not uh, identify yourself. And what had happened was L'Oreal posted the, some a long time ago a what? bunch of dudes doing wild stuff. I just scrolled through it and I had a like on it. And then Travis like, Envy likes this picture. That's oh, you like the picture of a guy sucking a cucumber? I, you know what? What's wrong with that? You know what? He said it was gay. What's Go up, on. Trav? You right on time, Trav. Trav, you just got me in trouble. Oh, we... I just want to tell you that. 
I got you in trouble. You, hell. Me, you remember months ago when you and L'Oreal posted some video of some dude sucking on eggplants? And I accidentally liked the picture and then okay, erased it. Okay, accidentally. And then you, <laughs> and then you try to blow me up. You tried to blow you. Yeah. Of course. Oh God. Yes, I do remember that. How I get you in trouble? Somebody just say, "Why don't you give Envy Donkey the day for that?" But anyway, what's up, Trav? How are you, Trav? The Fresh Prince of Penetration. What's happening? Uh, actually, I'm a little, I'm a little sad, guys. I'm a, I'm a little sad. Why? Let me be real with you. You know why? I, I killed, I killed a man the other day. Damn. But yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still washing the blood off my hands. You know, I'm still pulling my foot out their ass. Um, I mean, you know, the porta potty since the other day, yo. Damn, man, you kill, wow. you kill porta potty guy, <laughs> aka Sean Stone, man. Why you did that, man? We know how real talk though, man. Hey, all these rappers that get out my inbox t- t- telling me that they would have ate my ass up. You know, well, well, one. <laughs> Don't threaten you with a good time. Exactly. How you know that they talking about rap, sir? So, so, some of y'all can. So, so, some of y'all can. Cause some, of, some of y'all can definitely eat my ass if you want to. Okay. But, um, it's kinky this morning. Yeah, man. Everybody started telling me that um, I didn't write it. Because I definitely wrote it. At first, I was like 10 minutes worth of writing. It's very light bars. And I beat him with light bars. <laughs> and Nicole is my favorite artist. So, yeah, drop my clues bombs for me. Well, congratulations, congratulations to you, man. You got your first rap battle win. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a last. Hopefully, you don't have to do that ever again to somebody. Yeah, I hope not either. But I- all right, y'all. It was fun. All right, Trav. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on, DJ Envy, Angelique, and God? Peace, King. What's, What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Okay, I want to spread a little inspiration for all the single parents out there. And I mean, being in the holiday season, babies need us, man. So it'll get greater later. Check out my page, Rich Fatherhood, on IG and Twitter. All right, bro. Content, man. I need to follow back from y'all, too, man. Support the movement. I won't. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, this is Kevin from, uh, from Miami, man. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man, I want to get that Michael Vick situation off my chest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't feel bad for Michael Vick because, you know, when Kaepernick was around here saying, you know, should be protesting everything, he said the man should cut his hair if he wanted to get back in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? The man stand up for people like Michael Vick, and he talking behind the back and telling him to cut his hair. Now he needs our help to just try to get him back, you know, just to be a captain in the uh, Pro Bowl, you know. So, hey, he ain't support that man, so why should we support him? I don't agree with that, sir. I believe that an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And even if you don't agree with a human being, like say, like with the ASAP Rocky situation when he was locked up in Sweden, even if you didn't agree right. with past comments that he's made, he you still got to look up. at the injustice that's happening because that right. can still happen to you. Regardless. Okay, that and I and I agree with that, but at the same time, just like it, it was an injustice happening to uh Kaepernick, you know what I'm saying? He didn't agree with that either, you know what I'm saying? So it's everybody agreeing, you know, how they feel about their own situation. So, you know, it is what it is on that, you know what I'm saying? But you know I I dis- disagree with you, but I agree with you. At the same time, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because my, pro- my problem with the Mike Vick situation is like, yo, this man has paid his debt to society. He has. You know what I mean? This man has been to prison He's been already. Back in the league. He's been back in the league. He's got a job on Fox Sports 1. When they going to leave this man alone about killing them damn dogs? Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Nick from Columbus. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, Nick? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just want to spread a little positivity this morning, man. I just want to let y'all know that y'all are very inspirational. You're funny. You guys are uh, informative. Um, 
I was just telling the young lady that I intend on bringing my wife up to New York for a birthday in January. And I was wondering uh, if I'm a great, great fan. And I was wondering if there's any way that I'd be able to meet you all, maybe get autographs or pictures. Sure. If you can find the address to the building, you can always come up between okay. the hours right. of 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. Yeah. His name down, so at least we know his name. Yeah, so we know who's coming yeah, up absolutely. here. Absolutely. What's your name? No, no, no. No, I want him to say it for the world. So if he tried anything stupid, everybody know why he got shot. All right, my <laughs> He came up here. What's your name? No, nah, man, I, I ain't about that. I ain't about that. I wanted to say that, too. I wanted to spread a little positivity for the men out here, man, you know, and tell these brothers not to give up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yes, sir. If, if, it ain't, if it ain't a struggle, it ain't real. So, you know, fight for it, keep pushing, keep keep striving. Thank my you, brother. brother. Hello, who's this? You're Envy. What's up, bro? It's Mello. Mello, what's up, man? Yo, you doing well out there on the Portland Trailblazers, bro, man. You really, you really doing your thing. I told you, man, I just want to play basketball, man. How you feeling today, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's up, bro? Get off your chest. Yo, that diss track from Trav is still bumping, son. Like, that's crazy. I'm about to write a diss track for my boss. He is fire, bro. I like that. I like that. I like that. Trav deserved that. Trav got busy. Y'all hiring? Nah. Nah. Yes, y'all are. Don't, don't do this. I work here. Who you, you work, work where? I work, I work here. I work here. I call here every morning, man. I work here. Oh, he said he work here because he called every morning. <laughs> oh, got you. Goodbye, yeah. Mello. Full back. I'll catch y'all later. Catch us later. This guy's crazy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. Now, um, since we're talking about this record, you know who did another this record? Who? Nick Cannon. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Uh, to we, who? Eminem? We're going to get that back on when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is season. Angela bro. Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We all the breakfast it's club. Christmas morning. time, man. We should be playing like Lil Duval Christmas trees. Like that song is out of season, man. They're talking about summertime and it's goddamn December, almost Christmas. Before we get to the rumors, let me shout out to uh three jerks. <laughs> okay. They sent us up some beef jerky. Well, sent me some beef jerky. And um, it was pretty damn good. I'm not a beef jerky person. I, I you know what? You know what got me into beef jerkies? Uh when I went to South Africa. That's something I guess that they eat a lot as a snack. You know how we have chips and cookies. They they have a lot of beef jerky, and I started eating it out there. And don't put that on South Africa. I'm no, that's South I, Africa. Nobody offered me no goddamn beef jerky. Uh, I don't know if he was around, but that's where I got back into it. They offered me beef jerky, but anyway, they sent up some beef jerky. So shout to three jerks. Beef jerky. You, you eat beef jerky? Mm-hmm. Nah, not like that. My wife does. I'm mm-hmm. not into it. Pretty good. All right. Well, let's it's get good, though. Let's, I feel. I feel. How do you feel having that meat in your mouth early in the morning? It tasted good. Salty. I'm gay. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> Salty? Sounds salty. Okay, all right. Where'd it go? You want something? No, 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 no. Pass later. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nick Cannon. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right, well, you know Nick Cannon and Eminem are going back and forth. I wouldn't call it a back and forth. It is a back and forth. I mean, Eminem been shooting shots at Nick Cannon for the past decade and Mariah, so Nick has uh, decided to go back to back. Well, if you don't know what it is, let's let's see how it started. Fat Joe released an album, and he had Eminem and Mary J. Blige on the album, and uh, Eminem's verse, he threw a shot at Nick. I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note. But that other dude's whip, that you still got him neutered. Tried to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool quit, you're not gonna do this. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. All right. You know, I, I, I thought about this. M be in the house so he don't be outside, so time is kind of frozen to him. 
You know what I'm saying? So you think so, he just think so, he's still yeah, in his 10 years mind, ago. he feel like this beef is still active. Ah. Like he puts out diss records the way people used to do on CDs. You know, you had to wait for a CD yeah, for somebody yeah, yeah. to reply. That's how Eminem does it. Well, Nick Cannon responded. If you haven't heard his first response, here he goes. Call Kim, somebody get Haley and that other kid you raising that ain't even your baby. Yeah. Took a page out of Drake book. This might get a Grammy. We going back to back till you respond on the family. My baby mama killed you off a decade ago. You still crying about it, bitch. Now who really the hoe? I called Joe to set you up and you fell for the job. Slim won't show for the video because he tear fire to my squad. I heard your show forgot a video and you sucking the eye. You paid him off, then laid him off. Now who really the op? Should call me the new Pac. Ain't no killer, but don't push me. How the fuck y'all got me battling Elvis? Okay, so that was Nick Cannon. I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm? Um, I don't like hearing Dark Nick Cannon. Uh, I didn't think that was bad. But that last uh, Elvis poo-poo line, yes. that was horrible, Nick. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, <laughs> of course, if you God, haven't heard, Eminem bar. responded on uh, Twitter and said, I demand an apology, Nicholas. You've made my gardener so jealous. You mad, bro? Stop lying on my ick. He said M was sucking off the chauffeur, or the right. chauffeur was sucking M off, something like that? Or the chauffeur has a video. He says, I never even had a chauffeur, you bougie uck. And then put a clown emoji. Well, by the way, who cares if, if, if let's just say hypothetically that was true, and Shofa was doing that to him, he was doing that to the Shofa. Who cares? Why is that? A, gay gay, gay got to stop being an insult to y'all. I don't I know if he said. Gay, so why? He, yes. he just said it didn't happen. He didn't have a Shofa. But oh. Nick Cannon responded again. You used to be in a position to talk to kids and they listen. Now you a politician. You voted for Trump, bitch, admit it. They used to call you a menace and the shoe fit you wore. But now you getting facelifts like an Instagram whore. Used to be the king of the rule, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics. Now all you do is just cry like you got Tourette's and the stare. Maybe it's your mommy issue. Maybe your white devilish spare. Maybe your original music that your fans used to cherish. Now you debated, disputed, hated, and viewed in America as a motherfucker of drug addict. Never be a legend. And you really should start. To stare at who's in the mirror. Look at that with my Botox. Bitch, I know you embarrassed. All the tricks and the gimmicks. You like the new white supremacists. Say the same sick of sentences. You ain't no lyricist. Flam, 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 flam. Takes hands and trans hands. I bet you never thought the kill shot would come from the cannon. <laughs> I, hey, I like the renegade cadence flip. I'm yeah, not going to lie to he you. He flipped renegade. At first, I was like, I would never forgive Eminem for making Nick Cannon rap this much. But I like that little renegade cadence flip. I'm <laughs> not going to front. You, you know what I love about our culture? When it comes to nuance, we totally understand it in regard to certain people. For example, everybody in hip-hop culture knows Nick Cannon is a phenomenal businessman, Correct. a hard worker, an yes. entrepreneur. Right. He really rides for black people. Correct. And we respect that. But we right. also Nick Cannon. We also know Nick Cannon sucks as a rapper, <laughs> right? And we're able to separate the two. But... That was all right just now. I'm not going to lie. I like the he renegade, renegade. He flip. He flip I renegade. like that. Well, we got more. You ready? More what? OB Trice jumps in. OB Trice, that used to be signed to Shady? Yeah. Let's hear it. Kenny, you still chat. You get you so wet still. Better AR, better murder kill. Better bar about the end of this reel. You be still him. You ain't started new ish. I know everything you try and do. We've been doing this since 2002. When we had to eat up Ja Rule. Soon, bitch, you know you was all on the my baby blue. Homie used to beat your bitch ovaries. Sipping Domain Della Romane. Ask the twins how the homies scrotum taste. You getting backwashed. You getting backwashed. So you really Caucasian up on the inside. See, I always thought Obi correct. But Obi has the type of uh, demeanor that I feel like Nick should have in this battle. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Like Nick rapping over all these dark beats and he got the hoodie on and the black shades and, you know, looking looking super thugged out. And Obi just like kind of just laid back, just 
Snapping. Just snapping. But Nick Cannon's still watching y'all right now. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. I'm dropping a clue bump from Nick Cannon to Detroit. What y'all going to do? Nick Cannon got y'all under pressure. Now, All right? <laughs> lastly, Harvey Weinstein, he uh, appears to be, he reached a tentative settlement with his victims. $25 million it looks like he will be paying out. But this is the thing. It won't be coming from his pocket. It'll be coming from insurance companies that uh, rep the Weinstein's company. They'll pay Insurance instead. is covered with rape? I don't know. Since when? But the insurance companies, I guess they're covering lawsuits, not just rape, but they're covering uh, the lawsuits. Well, civil suits. Yeah, civil suits. Yeah, because that settlement is for a civil suit. I think people think that uh, that makes me and Harvey Weinstein is in the clear, but no, he goes to trial in January for the criminal charges of rape. Right, but they're yeah. saying that the total payout will should be around $47 million, which a lot of that will be covering legal costs. So Lord have mercy. He ain't got to pay none of that. Looks like allegedly his insurance companies will be uh, paying all of that. Well, he's still going to, uh, he's going to trial in January. Yep. To face the criminal charges. I wonder right? how that works. Since he pays that out, does his, his accusers well, will testify against him? No, right? it's a civil suit and it's a criminal suit. That's two different things. Right, but if there's no accusers, because if I pay you, you're not going to testify against me. I don't me. know if it's all the same people. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. All right, well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Damn it, man. I beef jerk his eye. Pause. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Um, the company sent up some beef jerky. I've been sharing the beef jerky with everybody up here. And let the record show that today is actually National 12-Hour Fresh Breath Day. You mm-hmm. haven't even made it uh, t- uh, two hours. Have you been mm-hmm. up how long this morning? Now with this, not a, nah, not with this beef jerky. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. In Thursday Night Football, the Ravens take on the Jets tonight. Now, um, also last week, the NYPD put out this uh, tweet and it says, congratulations to Officer Greenidge and Gunshaw. They uh, used precision policing and relentless follow-up to uh, take 106 pounds of marijuana off our city streets. Well, that's not a good thing. It's, it's the holiday season. I want that weed on the street. Well, the problem was... applauded for that. The problem was it wasn't weed. It was what just was hemp. It? it was just oh. hemp. So, the, uh, of course, the NYPD took that uh, post down. It was just hemp, and the people that own the hemp was like, I want my hemp back. You just can't take the hemp. Well, hemp is legal? Yes, hemp is legal. Okay. It, it's, it's the thing that's used to make CBD. So they're saying, I want my hemp back. That's my hemp. And police is like, well, where'd, where'd you get that hemp from? Does it matter if it's legal? Like, I don't, why do is I got to explain? Is hemp used to make CBD? Yes. I thought CBD was just another part of the marijuana plant. I thought it was like THC in it and CBD. Don't get me the line, but I know hemp is oh. used to make CBD somehow, okay. some way. Under the six pounds of weed, we need that on the street. It Christmas wasn't weed. Trees, it was hemp. I know that, but I'm just saying in general, Christmas trees, we need that weed on the streets for the holidays. People got goodness. kickbacks we need to be having. My goodness. And uh, lastly, uh, of course, we were talking about the Jersey City shooting earlier. Suspects identified as David Anderson and Francine Graham. Uh, they were in a, a U-Haul truck. They were actually, they believe, lovers, and they lived in this, in, in this truck. They said that uh, they were parked. A police officer walked up to the side of the vehicle. This is all alleged. And uh, they believe they started shooting at the officer, killed the officer, and then started driving in Jersey City to a kosher supermarket. They got out of the truck and started firing at everybody into the uh, deli slash were they high? supermarket. Was drugs involved? We don't know if they were high or, or what it was yet. In the U-Haul, they believe there was pipe bombs. They said at 1220, they parked the U-Haul truck directly across the street from the supermarket and started shooting. 1238, mm. a bystander called 911 to report that the police officer, which was killed a mile away, was uh, they seen the body on the floor. 1243, police arrived near the supermarket and started shooting, going back and forth with the two suspects. At 325, a police armored vehicle broke into the supermarket's entryway, and they found uh, the two individuals 
dead. The suspect's dead. Three uh, other innocent bystanders were killed as well. Yep. Now, the sad thing about this, mm-hmm. I mean, everything is sad, but could you imagine you own this store with your wife? No. You tell your wife, I'm going to go to the, I'm go down the block to go pray. You go leave to pray. And during that time you go to pray, that happens during that time. Never see your wife again. Yeah, man. I mean, I, so moments like sad, that, man. you know, it's got like God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Because there's nothing you can do in situations like that. Like every day of our life, we wake up and we just want to try to avoid crazy. But being that we all interact with other humans all the time, sometimes we run smack dab into into people's crazy. You're right. You know. And like my my daughter was telling me last night that she was scared because you know I guess they heard about the situation at her school, mm-hmm. and um, I guess when it's a, a lockdown in Jersey. I guess all the schools get alerted They get to notified, it. correct. So I guess she found that out, and she said she was scared, and I had, I had to tell her in that moment. If something like that was to happen, there's really nothing you can do but rely on God. Like yeah. Some things are just out of your hands and out of your control, sadly. Yeah, a lot of the kids were, were very concerned, and the mm-hmm. parents as well, because they didn't tell the parents what was going on. You couldn't pick up your kids till like, 4 o'clock because they had to make sure everything was safe. But that has to be very scary. I'll tell you that one time and when stressful. my son's school was locked down, and I ran up there, my son that's happened to text me, and I called the school first, and the school was like, oh, no, everything's okay. And I'm like, nah, my son told me something's going on. So we went to the school, and there was police out there, and it was very, very scary. Very, very scary. Who was we? Me, my wife, and my dog, yeah, Chuck punk Norris. Ass dog, that Chuck punk Norris. ass dog was ready for war. <laughs> I'm going to start bringing him to work. I'm going to have him sit right there. Look at me funny if you want. That punk ass dog. All right. Better bring that punk ass dog here. All right. Punk ass dog ready for war. You ready for whatever? Shout to Chuck Norris. All right. Well, I name him after a white man. I bought him, and that's what his name was. His name was Chuck Norris. Oh. He's fully trained, so he's a fully trained security dog. He absolutely, positively, he attacks. He does everything that he has to do. He will sit there. He will follow. He anything. He's fully, 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 fully trained. Do you feed team. it? Yeah, what you mean do I feed him? <laughs> no, I'm he scared just, to go near it the way you describe him. Nah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my kids are a little scared of him, but nah, I mean, me and my wife, we, I mean, we control him. That's, that's our guy. Mm. We make sure everything is good in the house. He's the first person that, that, you know, if there's a problem, he checks it out first. Gotcha. All right. Even when I leave in the morning, I make sure he, he he's outside. I'm tired of hearing about your punk-ass dog. the surroundings and make sure everybody's cool <laughs> before I leave. <laughs> but leave my punk-ass dog alone. How did the dog get a reputation as a punk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hit me, gotta, no, no, he, we got to prove why, something now. Why exactly. Why did Gucci think the dog was a punk? I don't know, but he got to prove something now. <laughs> he got my dog all thinking, I got to prove that I'm a real dog. Now I got to prove I'm a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> my dog we got ain't feelings, too. We never seen too. the dog in action. We ain't never seen if the dog cur up when something goes down. Right. But he's a punk-ass dog. I, I'm just saying, my dog got to prove himself now. That's why all the UPS drivers and Amazon drivers, be careful, because oh, Gucci said that, now my dog got to prove so something. So you're telling me that all the UPS drivers and Amazon drivers, drivers be like, I don't know what Gucci talking about. That dog ain't no punk. <laughs> Been over there. That, dog, that dog ran down on me. <laughs> All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, D-Doc, Derek Angeletti, a.k.a. The Mad Rapper, yes, will indeed. be joining us. Great stories, man. Yes, he was look. a producer with the Hitman mm-hmm. during that whole Bad Boys 90s era. So he was the architect for uh, what some people consider one of the greatest sounds in hip-hop. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. D Dot. D Dot. Derek Angeletti. We here, AKA baby. Mad Rapper. AKA, we here. What's up, D Dot? What's going on? Not only just a mad rapper, one of the hitmen. That's right. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest production teams ever assembled. Ever. A team much stronger. You got to talk to the mic, D Dot. 
Remember that? I ain't talking into the mic. There you go. Team Lightskin, I'm here, baby. What's going on? I'm blessed, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm glad you're here, man, because you're one of the people that, uh, you know, you came up in the 90s, early 2000s with Bad Boy. Yeah. And it's like so many of these stories are being told now. Are any of these stories remotely accurate? 50%. 50%. I mean, a lot of this is legend, man. You know what I mean? A lot of, lot of shit back in the day. You remember, we used to have to embellish a little bit to come off. So a lot of people is embellished over the years to get they, get their status. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of real stories, but a lot of it is just, you know, just straight bullshit. Man. You know what I'm saying? Biggie and the Puffy stories and all that. I hear it all. I stay low, stay, keep firing. That's what Biggie said. So that's what I do. Would, a, would, a, would a real stories ever be told? It will. I got a, you know, I got a podcast coming out called I Was There. And, mm. and it's, it's that. I'm be not, you know, I'm not disrespecting people, but I'm telling stories from a perspective of I got witnesses. So if I tell a story about somebody, you can ask them. Tell us one story now. What's the big, what's, yeah, what's, 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 what's one what's story? What's the story that, like a misconception that we see about Big, that a puff that, it, that people may not be accurate about? All right, well, you know, all this shit about puff don't, ain't a producer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because he don't do push this. The he, he don't push I definitely the am one of those people that don't, that have pushed that narrative. Yeah, that's, that's like, that's a, that's crazy to me. Because I know guys who can sit on the drum machine for 15 hours, make the hottest beat, and go in the studio and make the wackest song. Mm. I know somebody can go in the studio, take your beat or your track and make a hotter song than you. Mm -hmm. Who produced that record? Concept thing. Mm -hmm. It's about who helps make the final product what it is. If five people donate to that cause, then five people donate to that cause. If it's one person, if you have the magic touch, Quincy Jones, R. Kelly, where you can play it, sing it, perform it, mm -hmm. go for yours. 90% mm -hmm. of people can't do that. So they need people like me, Diddy, Jermaine's, and Timberlands, and Pharrell's, and Dre's that go in and say, hey, man, let me put this package together for you. Let's clean these edges up a little bit. Let's do that a little bit. And then I'll go off, run, young man, young lady. Go do your thing. Mm -hmm. Next. Yeah. So Diddy didn't necessarily play... The NPC and nothing like that. Zero. But he, he, can't, to... he can't do none of that shit. Yeah. But he know how to take hotter tracks and the shit you worked on hours and make a hotter record than you. Wow. Better composition than you. Wow. So that's, you know, that's props to my man. I don't want to talk about him much longer, but you know what I'm saying? But that's what it is. You know what I mean? That's a story that where I'm definitely be a champion. Of, yo, we gets busy. Mm -hmm. What's your relationship with Puff now? Oh, it's great. Great. We always great. I mean, we don't talk every day because he's in a different space than I am. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when we see each other, it's always love, you know? I don't feel like the hitmen get mentioned in uh, the world of great all-time great producers like they probably should. Yeah, we probably don't. One, because people think it was a lot of us. People think, like, all we did was take a loop and loop it up and shit and make mm -hmm. people rap on it. I mean, my man Team Lightskin was there. He know what he know what the shit, mm -hmm. he know what the shit really take to make records, you know what I mean? And um, I think it's because it was a lot of us because it was, it was Puff Daddy and the hitmen mm -hmm. as opposed to... And then, you know, people like myself, Stevie, Mario, Ron... We wasn't worried about them shout-outs and all that. You know, tee -ta, tee -ta. at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. And all that crazy <laughs> I just wanted to check. I'll take it from there. You know, think in hindsight now, I wish I would have had more people yell my name mm -hmm. out. But that was more of a, you know, that was more of an ego thing. As long as I got my check, my publishing was straight. Like, I never did them type of deals with everybody else. I didn't have no crazy management deal. I didn't sell my publishing. I didn't do none of that. So I didn't experience what some of these other people got to experience. But, yeah, the Hitman, like, to me... You, you really can't compare. We we over 200 million records sold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, How did y'all do beats? Was it always a collective on every beat, or did Stevie do something? Not at all. You did something? How yeah, was it? Yeah, we walked in the room, everybody had their own vibe. Now, what happens is if I walked in and I had a vibe, 
I don't play keys, mm -hmm. but I may know how to. I know what I want to hear, so I play the bass line with two fingers though. Boo 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 boo. And Stevie come and clean it up, mm -hmm. or vice versa. Stevie come in and play some. Sh he may say, "Dad, I need some of them drums." Or Puff may come in and say, "Damn, Chucky would kill this with the keys," mm -hmm. or J Dub would kill this with the keys. So that's how it was. It was all just everything was a scenario set up individually based on what was going on. What do you think about some of the beats that you hear now, where it doesn't seem too musically? It just seems about four or five tracks, and these kids are uh, uh, selling millions of records. Oh man, I respect. I was down in Atlanta, man. I didn't think I just saw a car less than hundred thousand dollars down there. I was at drama in the studio. I was like, God damn, it's Mozzie's, it's Benz sitting outside. I respect it, man. It's they, this day moment. I ain't one of them old school hater dudes. Stay moment. We had our moment. This day moment. Let them live. If they talking about bullshit, the only thing I don't really like is the drug induced. Like, don't you know, pushing the drugs on the kids with the boy just dying the other day. And, Juice World. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't, I ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? Even back then. When, when we was pushing the drugs, we, we were trying to say, you know, there's more subjects to talk about. There's more things to talk about. So I, I respect this era, man. They do their thing. All these old heads that's hating on these kids, man, leave these That's how you know the mad rapper's just a character, by the way. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can say a motherfucker in a heartbeat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's easy to... I'm like a switch when it comes to that, yo, for real. Like, you know what I mean? How did the hitman come together, though? I mean, that was a puffy thing. He just wanted to take over the airwaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he called a few people together. Why he called all of us together, that's, you have to ask him. That was some ingenious But I, I wasn't, a, none, like Nasheem said, well, none of us was seasoned. He saw something. I don't, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a motherfucker coach who put the team together. How did, how did, when, when did y'all come around? It was, it was it was before Ready to Die or after? It was after Ready to Die. Well, right? well he had Chucky and, and Rashad and, and Trackmasters during Ready to Die, but okay. Trackmasters went off and did their thing. Right. He had Rashad and Chucky. I don't really know what happened with Rashad over the years. Chucky stayed around, did Mary and Faith. And then somewhere in 96, after I'm on, you know, I was managing Mary with him back then going to the road, he just called a meeting. I don't know where he found Stevie J. I met Stevie J through him. Mm. Ron Lawrence was my man, and I knew Nasheem since Howard days. And he called the four of us together. I was like, how the f did he figure that out? Mm -hmm. And called him to a meeting and said, yo, let's do it. That's what the Hitman documentary is going to be about. We got a documentary coming. Okay. Hitman, yeah, all of us. So um, that's what that's going to be about, telling them other stories, them, them other stories, like the, how the beats was made, the real s*** behind the artists, you know, the, the who ain't writing, who's writing, who really ain't writing. Mm -hmm. Wow, y'all going to put it out there like that? It's them time and days. We might as well. Motherfuckers is calling everybody every type of names and doing all types of crazy so who wasn't, shit. Oh, you need to tell us who wasn't writing now. Just give us one. Who wasn't writing? When you say wasn't writing, what you mean? Like, you said wasn't writing, so I'm asking I'm, you I'm who saying, wasn't writing. I'm saying, like, for example, you know, somebody, we may be in the studio, let's say LOX, they writing their rhymes. If the rhymes is done, the, core, the, the, the song could be over because right. they wasn't hook writers. Mm -hmm. So we had to come in and help and do hook writing. Mm -hmm. Or there might be a situation where you're in the studio with somebody like a, a Black Rob, and it may take him a while to finish the record. So somebody else may come in with an idea. He ain't writing down verbatim what they said, but it may be an idea that you could take and go to the next level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, when people say you can't be great and all this other stuff, everybody has help in the studio. Everybody. So you seen Big, no, not Big didn't have no help. Big ain't had nobody helping his rhymes, but don't think that Big was just sitting there all day. Everything came out of his brain and his brain only. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be real. Yeah, Television yeah. could influence it. Something happened with his boys could influence it. Or oh, I could have been sitting right there. Remember, I was a rapper three, four years before he came out. Mm -hmm. I'm in Two Kings of the Cypher. You don't think I ain't sitting up there yelling something that felt good? Or another rapper ain't sitting there yelling something mm -hmm. good? Or even DJ Clark Kent sitting in there like, he been around rapping since we was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Clark Kent made it, you know? 
So, yeah, it's real. Jay-Z, you heard the stories of Jay-Z with Sauce Money and all of us in the studio. I don't think when you... That's the reason why you surround yourself with all these MCs. They're mm -hmm. still shopping still. Yeah, why the f*** am I have all these MCs around me and we all just gonna go to a corner and on your market set, go? Come on, that sh that sh sound crazy to me. And everybody know, I mean? know Diddy didn't, right? Diddy said Well, Diddy himself. was never MC. He was yeah. entertainer, you know what I'm saying? He was mm -hmm. more on the hammer style. Like, let's put together... He was a package dude. Mm -hmm. His packages was crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, we got more with D-Doc, Derek, Angelady. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with D-Doc, Derek, Angelady. Who's the best person you work with in the studio that you that you were super impressed by? Besides B.I.G.? Mm -hmm. Probably Mason L.L. Super professional. LL walking the studio. He got to be there at 9, LL at 859. Ready to go. You know, um, murder. <laughs> murder was just... Murder wanted it. Y'all can't tell? Mm -hmm. Murder wanted that shit. Murder would come and sit with me even when he wasn't in session. D-Dot, what's that? What you that you doing? Can you do... You add an extra bass? Can you do that to my... Like, you know, he just was the greatest student ever. So, murder. What happened, murder. What happened with, with Mace? Because we all knew Mace was one of the biggest artists, and then he just... Went out. So I know you were behind the scenes. What happened at that time? The honest truth. I think, first of all, he was a baby. Could start there. All right? And you got a bunch of things coming at you. Riches, chicks, extortion, trying to handle business, which is the, probably the thing that umbrellas it all. You're trying to handle your business out here, and you don't know it. Mm. How can I handle something I don't know? Mm-hmm. Put all that in a pot, stir it up, and then say, come on, man, let's go. 17 artists wanting you to put them on. What do you have? What was the name of the group? Harlem World. Harlem World. World. His sister's on. Neighbor, across the hall, 604. You were 603. It's like, golly, I'm, and I'm 21. The extortion part is big, too, because you a young kid from mm -hmm. Harlem. The streets leaning on you because they seen you getting but, all this money. Come on, all them Harlem dudes getting that money saying, oh, young man, you was talking all that. Yeah, we need mm -hmm. something the first and the fifteenth. Damn. I'm not saying that happened, but right. I'm saying I'm sure it could have strong possibility mm -hmm. because it happened to everybody in Brooklyn. There was some old heads that when you know when you get a little large, I'm pulling up, you know what I mean? And they 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 giving you that look like we gonna get you. So you gotta make some phone calls to some other people, say, yo, man, I need you to take, you know, look out for me over here. It happens to all of us, man. The best of them got robbed, extorted. I don't care how first of all, the hip hop to me. All these gangsters in this hip-hop, it's a joke. Real gangsters ain't trying to rap or make no beats. Mm -hmm. So all these dudes, you know, I seen dudes come up here like super tough. Mm -hmm. I hit you one time. Mm -hmm. But I was like, come on, man. We know what it is. It's nothing wrong with being corny. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with it. I'm the poster boy for it, fair. <laughs> and it's splendor. Word. But being a punk is different. Right. I ain't no punk. Mm -hmm. but I ain't gonna sit up here and, you know, she envy. See you after this, you know. Come on, fam. We rappers, we producers. Let's have some fun. Mess with some chicks, get some money. All this tough guy shit ain't working, and that's what's happening with these kids. We sent the message that you gotta be this super tough guy. So then some of these rappers, they went so I can't do this tough, so I'm gonna go so left, put on a skirt. We messed it up for these youngers, man. They, they don't even know how to have an identity right now. Mm -hmm. See, either be tough or be, you know, heels in a skirt. Well, imagine how do you find the balance with that though? Cause big 
one the greatest lyricist of all time, most people say. He would say some wild stuff on records. Yeah, he said some crazy I'll, shit. I'll RuPaul before I <laughs> them ugly ass escape bitches. You look so good, I'll suck on your daddy's yeah, dick. he said crazy Why then nobody looked at that like pause and stuff that? Don't think behind the scenes, cats ain't say <laughs> Please, let's set the record straight. Where's the camera? We said a whole but big, oh God, big, you know what that's going to say? But But you know what? At the end of the day, that probably was one of the most authentic do as possible. So I, me, me and Puff, be in the studio with him. If you think it, say it, mm -hmm. and we'll we'll curve it. Cause he did have some records where he was talking about you know killing babies and yeah, yeah, yeah. all types. Of we had to say you know that, that, that kidnap kids, yeah. them in their ass, yeah. throw them over the oh, bridge. Oh God, you talking about your skin curling in the studio like damn Big? But who he was, I think that's probably the one rapper we knew who he was while it was going on, mm -hmm. as opposed to later on, figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Like, I hear all this stuff about Nipsey now, like, you know, legend, whatever. Like, I don't know if they figured him out while it was happening. I did. So while Big was going on, we sent up there like, special. Mm -hmm. So we knew, so, okay, go ahead, say it. But we'll, we'll just put our head down when you say it. But go ahead, go for it. But even on, like, Who Shot You, there was some lines changed. You know, we had, we had a debate up here uh, maybe like a year or two ago about who the top five bad boy lyricists of all time. And I had Big number one, of course, mm -hmm. uh, Jadakiss number two, mm -hmm. Styles at three. Mm -hmm. I had Black Rob at number four and mm. Sheik at five. I had Big. Of course. Jada. Yes. Murder. Styles. And then I would have to say Sheik. I f with your list, I would just switch Rob. Last. Rob with who? Last. With you put Rob after Sheik? Before she, before she, right? See, I, that's why I had, I had Rob at four. Now, mind you, you didn't have murder in there. You I didn't have murder on my list. Murder yeah. is murder. Used to murder be is disgusting. So who do you, okay, so if you got Rob at four, five, you got Rob at five. He said big, big kiss, kiss murder, murder, Styles, Rob. So she can't top five. No, okay. for me, but got you, got you. The Locks is the illest group ever, besides Co Crush to me. Mm. Why? Why you say that? Illidan Mob, Illidan Migos, Wu Tang. You said Migos. You said Migos? And I Migos. love the Migos. Okay, okay. This, genera this generation, this generation, okay. Just I, 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 yes, I, I, I'm going to let them have their time. Yes, they do. <laughs> but no. The Locks was a throwback. I mean, Kiss said it best. I can name you five clones that won because of him alone. Mm. Styles was, first of all, Styles was Big's favorite artist mm -hmm. um, out of the three. He was so unorthodox. And don't get me wrong, I love Sheik. Sheik was... His energy and his words was the combination of what made him. So when mm -hmm. you look at them, Kiss just, it was just Kiss. Mm -hmm. Styles, you don't know what flow is coming next. Right. It was like, take a guess. And then Sheik, it was like, all right, strap in. It's a roller coaster ride. Mm -hmm. So to me, and I've seen a lot of groups. Now, I mean, there's a lot of groups, but you're talking about three MCs that were all nice. When you think about all the groups out there, there was always a disparity between who was nicest and, you know, somebody like... You know, somebody was nicer than the other. I feel what you're saying. Like with Wu Tang, you got a ghost face, and then it's a you guy. No disrespect to you guy. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm you got the you got yeah. the top four, and then you got the rest yeah, of yeah. them. Mm -hmm. In the locks, it was like pick your poison. Mm -hmm. So your list would be big, kiss, kiss murder, kiss, um, mace. kiss murder is like kiss murder is like you know what I mean? What you mean like kiss and murder? Like I, I in other words, if I if I'm a what, what they call them dudes that be in the trying if I'm a scout, uh -huh. I'm a scout. And I want, I want, I'm looking for an MC for my team. Mm -hmm. I can go grab Kiss. I'm fire, but what ain't I getting? I see what you're saying. Mace had, uh, 
I guess more of the star power, so to speak. Yeah. More potential to experiment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kiss stayed in his lane. Kiss stayed yeah, I get in what his you're lane saying. and in Mace, right. Mace could do a. Mace stepped uh, out, of, out of his box. Tell me what you want. And then step me. back and step back out. So I got I got to say to myself, how far can I expand with this play? In other words, somebody can get up hit right handed. He can get up and hit left handed. That's dope. But he may not hit fifty home runs. Mm. Whereas a dude that hit right handed, he may hit fifty every year, but he's only hitting right handed and, and he's only hitting home runs. But Kiss gonna give you twenty years. Yeah, he's gonna give you five. Well, based on what we know now, right. in hindsight. Right, hindsight. Yeah, in hindsight, right. hindsight. yeah. In that's, hindsight. That's, that's why but you, put, you wouldn't have known that then. True. And that's why you put Mace over Styles, because Mace is more versatile, I guess. Yeah, and 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 just super high. They, I mean, all, all, all of them. Mm-hmm. To me, all of them dudes was special dudes. That's why, you know, to me, that was a, the greatest A&R position anybody could have. Yeah. I, I played for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I was a coach for the Yankees. I was Billy Martin. All right, we got more with D-Dot, a.k.a. the Mad Rapper. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with D Doc, Derek Angeletti. Charlamagne. What are your thoughts about Black Rob? Black Rob is crazy ill, but he was a wild cowboy. Right. You're talking about wild cowboy. Like, Black Rob went to jail while he was signed for doing a crime. And it wasn't like he was broke. Rob was such a great storyteller to me, man. He was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. He was. Crazy. Which fast forwards to now, so when I'm listening to the YBN Cordays, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or oh, when I did the band Hunter Izzy record, um, it, it, it kind of reminds me, that was a 20-year gap, so it kind of reminds me that we seeing, a, we seeing a new era, just like the drugs. Remember back in the 80s, how crazy the drugs was, and then the 90s came, we kind of chilled off the heavy drugs. We smoked weed, but it was like, yo. Oh, yo, selling them. Selling it, not, not, <laughs> not doing using, it. Not using, yeah. Doing it. Now, it's look like the 80s again. Lean, if you ain't doing lean, you a sucker tash. Or opioid. Or opioid. Or all other pills. And if you ain't doing. promoting it. I think people forgot crack used to be recreational. Same way that the opioids are recreational now, crack used to be like yeah, that. Yeah, death is recreational now for these dudes, too. Mm-hmm. We got to think about that shit, man. These young kids. So at the same time, we still got to teach. Because we told you how to wave your rollie from side to side. We ain't tell you to get the that's right. right. And hold on to it, and I have to point it. Well, well, see, that's because a lot of artists that waved their rollie side to side lost it, and they they didn't know how to keep it. That's my point. We 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 was learning as we went along. Right, because so we, we can't teach if we don't know. So I watch you, right? Mm-hmm. You teaching now how to buy real, real estate. estate. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people say he don't know nothing about real estate. That's though. a damn lie, but anyway. <laughs> I, I watch it. I got my own opinion. I'll tell, tell you after the but show. One, <laughs> one says that he doesn't know anything about But my about point is, prior to you doing that, prior to you doing that, just on some real dude, you, you've been mobilizing yourself. You've been moving cars and houses mm-hmm. and doing whatever, but you ain't never write no pamphlet on it. Correct. So how do I get to do that, Evie? Well, that's why I do the real estate thing, because our people don't know how to. Mm-hmm. And then when you start teaching how, same thing with the, with the, the contracts. Right. There's artists still out there signing horrible contracts. Yo, you signed that? Did you get a lawyer? Did you actually read it? Oh, nah. Oh, nah. Like, reading is a problem for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got to yeah, read. You know, your parents always tell you, or well, my days tell me, if you want to hide, hide some money from a, a black person, put it in the book. Put it right in the book, which is crazy. But I, I respect these new kids now because this is their moment. Like, cats from my era, we got to stop with let's go back to that shit. Let's go back. Because there were snakes and vultures during that era, too. Mm-hmm. Black snakes. Black vultures. All types of shit. We can't sit up there, all this culture vulture shit, like it was only white dudes. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Mm-hmm. I know an artist right now from back in the 80s that's still chasing fly tie for his cold chilling money. 
Come on, man. Stop, man. Word to my daughters. <laughs> that's some crazy <laughs> shit right there. That's the type of shit that's going you on. you think Fly Thai still got that money? I have no clue, but the fact that somebody can even say that mm -hmm. with all the shit going on, like we all sitting around and we all taking care of each other and the white man is just sitting up there stealing from us. Meanwhile, myself, you probably, you probably, Jay Puff, we can look to left or right and see one white dude that helped me make my millions and I'm shaking his hand and sending him Hanukkah and Christmas gifts every year. Uh, that is a total Donnie fact. Aina to this day, they used to do Sony, still sends me a Christmas gift because we made some money together. And that is the most important thing to them in business. Black, blue, green, or white. So, you know, yeah, we got vultures in our shit too. That's respect that he still send you a Christmas present. Man, listen, that's why I can't be the guy out here talking about the Dame Dash shit. I can't do that. So what do you think about that? I know you've been around Dame before. Yeah. One of the smartest dudes I ever met. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where it's at. And I don't want to judge it just on the videos, but I do know that shit look crazy, Dame. Because... Leo's, one of the greatest producers in hip-hop history is Rick Rubin. White and Jewish. Who gonna front on him? Dare you. I dare you. You have more black people sticking up for him than white people. How you gonna front on Leo? Yeah, he probably did some foul shit. But how many millionaires did he make? There's a lot of people, families, like my grandkids are straight because of these dudes. Can't front on them. It's called whipped cream coming soon. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but I do agree with Dame on one point. I, but, but I think it goes back to what you were saying about how people just didn't know the business. Like, there should be more heads of urban music that are black. Like, heads of urban music at all these Why companies should, should there be, be white. Why should there be? Because of the groundwork that the brothers laid in the 80s, in the 90s, in the early 2000s. Like, yo, why, why can't you be the head of urban music somewhere, D-Dot? I can't. They'll never let you be the head of country. They'll never let me be the head of urban either. Me, I got told I wouldn't be, I couldn't come work for you by two executives, black right. and white. I'm too abrasive. See, we can have a head of black music, but he has to be a certain type of head of black music. Say in a square. Gotta be a square. You gotta be a house nigga. Kaiser not a square, though. Kaiser's not a square, but Kaiser ain't abrasive. It's a difference. I get what you're saying. Kaiser ain't in there banging on his table. Man, go f*** yourself, man. This is how we do. I love Kaiser. Kaiser's an executive that should be getting awards. But you know he ain't in there fucking causing turmoil like Dame would have been. I got or you. Or like D-Dot would have been. Mm -hmm. How dare you put that video out without... That's the type of shit I'm doing. Not no meetings, not no conference call, not no emails. Somebody five five doors down, I'm going to knock on your fucking door. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> so, no. So, no, we all can't be running black music. Now you got a new project coming out? Well, it's, it's out, out right now. It's, appreciate yeah, it. Hold on, before you just talk about yeah. the mad rap or something, man. That's what he was talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's a new project, oh, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking about initially. Okay, initially, yeah, let's how do did it. The, how did that mad rapper thing happen? Oh, man, mad rapper. East Coast, West Coast. We sitting in the studio one day, and you know, Junior Mafia got it. Chimney. It looked like we need to call the fire department. Yeah. And back then, the videos got announced. Remember, they, you would make an announcement. Mm -hmm. Some intern came running in. They about to show the video. What video? Death Row, new video. All right, you know, we... Must have been New York, New York. Hit, hit him up. Hit him up. Oh, shit. I knew that was coming, though. I, some of us didn't. Like, video that far? We going that far? Mm -hmm. We going that far. Crickets. And Big just says, I know what to do. He was getting ready to go right in. Pump your brakes. This is why when the 
Drake, Pusha Beef came up is why people like me and Puff stepped up. Because right then and there, that was the green light for us to go hamburger, hamburger. Mm-hmm. We, too, we dressed too nice for this. I got on slip and slides. I'm going to get my ass bust. We just going gonna to go in the studio. We're going to make 27 joints in a row. So every time they speak up, pow. is that a hit record? Now, who shot you? Was that about Pac? Honestly. I, I don't know, but I would I would bet. I'm a gambling man. I bet to say had a lot to do with somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But I wasn't, you know, sitting right then and there when he wrote it. Mm-hmm. But I could tell you it was some shit in there that I would have took it personal if I was Pac and them too. Easy. Mm-hmm. How did you feel around that time, period? Tense time? Pac was a thespian. People. An actor. He was an actor. But not the people around him. One of the greatest artists to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Period in the story. Can't front on that. But you also see a confused child. Young. Remember, we talking about Cass is 20-something years old. We not talking about 42-year-old guys mm-hmm. married with kids. We talking about babies. So I saw a great, great, great artist. One of the greatest artists to ever do it. Probably top three of all time. But I also saw a young kid that just needed to be guided. I just wish a lot of these kids had better guidance. That's why somebody like me is here. All games aside, mad rap, all that good shit. I'm ultimately a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I just can't sit around and watch some of this shit happen. Especially the misconceptions that it's everybody else's fault but ours. Mm-hmm. Can We can't push that. We got to do some... Yeah, it had things. to be wild back then because Pac was cool with Nas, cool with Big, and then all of a sudden it just... Yeah. Flat, spun, yeah. But he's, you know, he's the blueprint for how to go about the disrespect. I mean, they went there. His he wife, took he took her all the way there. About faith and, you know, they took it there. How true, what was true, I mean, who knows? I'm just saying, wow, that was a lot. And the respect that Big had for him, I mean, to this day I could tell you myself personally, Big cried when he died and was trying to tell the world, I love this dude. He taught me a lot. I don't know what is happening here. Like, we were all so confused. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... I could be, I could definitely tell you that personally. Like I, you know, I know that for a fact. For real. Now man. let's talk about this new project. All right, cool. I love it. Appreciate the hate. What what made you get back in the studio and, and get back to it? Um, same thing. My whole career, I've been introducing new people from Kanye to Fifty. I was always the Black Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm with them in college. I'm gonna teach them all the fundamentals. I'm gonna get they they stock up so you top three, top four draft pick. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna move to the next dude and hopefully. We six up on them. It only takes one. It's available now? Available yeah, now yeah, everywhere. Okay, Streaming so. everywhere. Crazy Cat Records. Well, we appreciate <laughs> you for joining us. I love y'all, man. Thank D-Dot. you. Yes, D-Dot. sir. Angeletti. Yes, Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, ASAP Rocky was back in Sweden for his performance, and when he touched down, this is what he said. I'm in Stockholm right now. I'm doing my concert, my first concert after being locked up out here. Everybody from the immigrant community, what they call the immigrant community out here, none of y'all got to pay to come to my show today. Now, what they're saying uh, is what they had told me is that the immigrant community, I guess, is like the projects, and he's saying anybody from that area get in my gets in the show for free, doesn't have to pay. He took care of everybody's uh, ticket who is from the immigrant community. Well, salute to ASAP Rocky. You're mm-hmm. better than me because I would never have stepped foot in Switzerland ever again. However, it was. What was Sweden. It? Sweden. Sweden. One of them places that start with an S. Yeah, so uh, as he was performing, he stopped and he said this while he was on stage. 
I brought you here today for love and unity. Today is people who are fortunate enough to buy tickets to this show today. And to you people, I thank you for coming. Today, there was people who couldn't afford it and they still made it here. And I love you people who came that couldn't afford that. The whole message today, spread love and have fun tonight. You hear me? There you have it. I don't think I would have went back to perform. But I like what he did. I like his intention for going there. Salute to ASAP for that. Drop on the clues, Miles, for ASAP Rocky. Mm -hmm. But I still wouldn't step foot in that country ever again. No, nah, I don't think I would have either. I'm cool on that. Well, Lionel Richie, he sat down with Kelly Clarkson on the Kelly, uh, the Kelly Clarkson show, and they talked about Stevie Wonder, and he doesn't believe Stevie Wonder's really blind. Stevie, I've been spending my whole life with him thinking he can see. I know he can see. The story I tell that's the funniest, I went to his house... He says, want to hear a new song? I've got it in the car. Come on, go with me. We go out to the car. He says, you sit on the passenger side. I'll sit on the driver's side. He goes in. He cranks the car up. He puts the tape in. And then he does this and starts driving back down the driveway. No, sir. And I scream, said, Stevie, what are you doing? And he said, I got you, didn't I? I mean, I've been saying that, but I think all his other senses are so heightened that he probably, you know. To do what, drive? He probably sees more than us. To be honest with you, I saw Stevie back in the day. What like, you mean? What? <laughs> and what senses you gonna use to drive, bro? I don't know. Hear, uh, hearing, smell. What you know. gonna smell? Smell a double car? Smell with a break? Listen, <laughs> um, I saw Stevie back in the day, uh, late at night one time in a hotel in L.A. with a bad chick. If he couldn't see, he got good taste in women, boy. <laughs> He's stupid. I tell you that much. Drop on the cruise I know it wasn't his assistant or something. No, that wasn't his assistant. Not that time of night. This was way before social media was a thing. Why are you snitching on Stevie? Right. That ain't snitching on Stevie. Stevie ain't married or nothing. How you know? Only thing that makes me think Stevie wanted this blind is his hair. Because there's no way in hell if you could see, you'd oh be my. walking around looking like Jeezy in the front and two chains in the back. My goodness. <laughs> All right, now, Takashi 69 he gets sentenced uh, next week, December 18th. He wrote a letter to the judge. He says, Judge, uh, I felt stuck, like the gang had control of my life, and that I would never be able to escape their grip. Uh, he also said, I needed to do something before it was too late. Before my arrest, I publicly disassociated myself with the nine tray, but I knew that it would come with a price. He did that on The Breakfast Club, by the way. I knew from previous incidents that the gang would retaliate against me for denouncing them in public. I know that I'm not a victim because my actions contributed to this mess. I now know that I am remorseful for what happened because I was blessed with the gift of an opportunity that most people dream of, but I squandered it by getting involved with the wrong people and misrepresenting myself when I should have been true to myself and my fans. And he apologized. All that sounds good, but you still got to go pay your debt to society. All right? Go do them two, three years. Well, he gets uh, sentenced uh, next week. I think he'll get time served. I think he'll get three to five. Okay. He's already done a year, so he'll be out probably next year sometime. All he'll right. do another year. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Mm -hmm. Now, Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down? Could you? Listen, man, uh, it, it really grinds my gears. Grinds when, your gears. <laughs> when people uh, do things out of context. And Trump's re-election campaign did something out of context yesterday. But we're going to put it back in context for you. All right. We'll get into that next. And then after that, ask C&E. That's right. Angela Yee is out. So if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, Ask C and E. Come on, get it while you can. Cause my last day is last next Wednesday. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the breakfast slogan morning. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, "Get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired." 
Step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. He's a jackass. Yes, don't give the day for Thursday, December 11th goes to Donald Trump's re election campaign. Oh, what day is it? Oh, the Don't give the day for Thursday, December 12th. Goes to Donald Trump's re-election campaign for being absolutely culturally clueless, okay? But trying to act like they know what the hell is going on out here in these comic book, comic movie streets. Now, y'all know I love Marvel, okay? Drop one of the clues bombs from Marvel Comics. Only reason I bought Disney Plus, all right? By the way, automatically my family's favorite screaming service. Y'all got Disney Plus in your house yet, Envy? Yes. Oh, my God. Between my daughters and I, Disney Plus is all we got time for when no smart TVs on. Uh, I also have a tattoo of Wolverine on my right arm, and I want to get it removed, but I only want to get it removed because I want to get it done over. All right, I got this tattoo years ago when tats were illegal in South Carolina, and now technology for tats is way better. Yeah, that, so, that's uh, trash. It is trash. It's terrible. So, yeah, they were illegal in South Carolina. Uh, so, so you, you forget you're only 20-something years old, John. Leave my 41-year-old life out of you know, leave, me the, leave me the hell alone. They were illegal? You know, they were illegal? Like, y'all had pagers? Anyway. <laughs> I just, just want to get it done over, okay? I got this tattoo years ago when tats were uh, illegal, like I said. And, um, you know, I just don't think I can stand that pain at 41 years old. So I probably won't get it done. I'll just leave it at this. Also, you can check my Comic Kings podcast with my man Gabe out. I'm saying all that to say I love comic books. And I don't like when people clearly don't know what the hell they're talking about with anything comic related, especially the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because it's so easy to follow. Now, we have all seen Avengers Endgame, right? Who in this room hasn't seen Avengers Endgame? Raise your hand. I fell asleep on it, though. Three people? How the hell you fall asleep on four people? I mean, it's only the highest grossing movie of all time. I fell asleep. My God. Well, yesterday, a Twitter account managed by Trump's re-election team posted a produced clip with the celebrity-in-chief Dope45's head superimposed over Thanos' body. We all know the Democrats have introduced articles of impeachment against Donald Trump, which will eventually make him the fourth president ever to be impeached, joining Andrew Jackson, Richard Nixon, Bill Clinton, and now Donald J. And the J stands for jackass. Well, Trump's re-election campaign posted Trump's head on Thanos' body with this scene from Endgame. All my comic movie heads will know exactly what what this is because it was the climax of the whole movie. Let's hear it. I am inevitable. On this solemn day, I'm, I recall that the first order of business for members of... I am inevitable. That's what it said. Uh, House Democrats can push their sham impeachment all they want. President Trump's re-election is inevitable. Text Trump to 88022. And then you saw Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and a few other Democrats just all fade to dust. Now, this would have been real cute, except for one thing. Uh, number one, Trump is facing impeachment. I don't think he will ever be removed because that Republican Senate isn't having it. But I'm a stern believer that the universe, the universe tends to clean itself up, okay? Uh, getting what you deserve is inevitable. And I don't see this Trump presidency ending well. And I think Trump's re-election campaign, whether they know it or not, they just predicted it. Because if you know anything about Endgame, then you know this scene of Thanos snapping his fingers, saying he's inevitable didn't end well for Thanos, okay? Can we play the original clip from Endgame and I'll explain it for the people in this room who didn't see it. Mm. I am inevitable. Nothing there. Yeah. That's right. Tony Stark got the best of It was Batman. That's how I feel after I eat, drink sea moss. When I when I pop them sea moss pills from Doctor Sebi, mm -hmm. I am 
Iron Man. Now, guys and gals, at the end of Endgame, uh, Thanos thinks he has all the stones. He snaps his fingers, thinks he's going to thinking he's going to wipe away all the competition, but Tony Stark's had his own Infinity Gauntlet that he created, and the technology on his gauntlet was merged with the stones. So Tony ends up taking all the stones out of Thanos' gauntlet, and when Thanos snaps and says he is inevitable, nothing happens. Because Tony then looks at Thanos and says, I am Iron Man. He snaps his fingers and wipes out Thanos and his whole team. I see the confusion in everybody's face in this room, but I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to the hundreds of millions of people around the world who saw Avengers Endgame already, okay? They understand exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, this is like superimposing your head on the guy who shot Ricky from Boys in the Hood's body. All right? You do know eventually he too gets killed. This is like superimposing your head on Scar from the Lion King's body. You do know the hyenas eat Scar's ass up at the end of the movie, right? The moral of the story is Thanos loses! All right. This is the scene right before he fades to dust, which is exactly what people are hoping happens to Trump in 2020. Thank you, Trump's re-election campaign, for putting that kind of energy in the universe. All right. Trump losing next year, according to y'all, is inevitable. Please let Remy Ma give Trump's re-election campaign the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Grab the mic, Steve. I know you voted for Trump. What do you got to say? Thanks for spoiling the movie for me, bro. It's the highest grossing movie of all time. Everyone saw it except for you, Envy, and Dramos. A Puerto Rican, a black man, and a white person. Steve, I heard Batman saved the day, though, so don't worry that, about that, it. That, that, that did not happen. <laughs> Batman wouldn't survive a day in the Marvel Universe, sir. I heard Batman and no, Superman came down it. and Wonder Woman yes, helped and they destroyed all none, of them. None of that happened. None okay. of that happened. Howard the Duck was there, though. Was he? Yeah, Howard the Duck was there. In the final scene of um, Avengers Endgame, Howard the Duck is there with a, with a gun. Really? Yeah, that's a fact. Hmm. You want to bet? Uh, you didn't even see the movie, but I'm telling you what happened. Howard the Duck was there. I didn't see Howard the Duck either. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I believe it. All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Up next, Ask CNE. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of any advice. Any type of advice. You're dealing with two experienced men here. You know there what I'm saying? Go. Two experienced married men with children. Uh, we, we we know some things out here. We've lived a little life. You know right. what I mean, don't ask him to be nothing about real estate. He knows nothing about that, though. <laughs> That's okay? right. And it's all about Charlemagne all the time. It is definitely about See? me. See? Yes. All right. All right, but when we come back, ask C&E, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C and E. Uh, you can ask us anything you want. 800 585 1051. Hello, who's this? Hey, Tim. Butterfly from Baisley. My butterfly. butterfly. What up, butterfly? Charlamagne, you know I love you. Envy, what's good? What's up, I butterfly? I want to ask you something. Shout out to Angela Yee for Okay. All right. I want to ask you something. Me? I miss you when you came through, but you said you have a job for me. I didn't, I didn't say I have a job for you. Well, that's what the rumor was in the neighborhood when you came through. That's... And I said, uh-huh, I'm going to tell Diddy to run the city because that's what he told me. No, I didn't say I got no job for you. You out there promising jobs? Yeah. Well, Butterfly used to work at Rochdale Chicken and uh, Chicken and Shrimp. Fish. Chicken and Fish. And I went over there to support my man DJ Starks. And I know Butterfly worked there. She's a listener. So I said, well, where Butterfly yeah. at? And I called, and, I, I and yelled in the hood. he was coming to give me my job back. And he told me you got a job for me. 
He lied to you, Butterfly. I ain't got no job for you. Oh, now I'm going to curse him out. Okay, I'm about to call him. But anyway, I wanted to tell you that. And tell Angie I said hi, Sam. Okay, we let her know. Okay, thank you. And love you. And we love you back. <laughs> All right, baby. Hello, who's this? It's Kay Corn, man. What's up, guys? What's up, bro? Get What's it, up, King? Holla at us, man. Ask C&E. All right, so you know, I called like two weeks ago because uh, I, I got y'all um, can't coon trip. Oh, you got a, you booked the trip with us? Let me call this talk about this two weeks ago. Yeah, he oh, yeah, called. Yeah, he said yeah, he had nobody yeah, to go yeah, with, man. You still ain't got nobody to go with? Oh, man, let me tell you something. Um, Trav didn't make this any easy for me. Well, this is your fault. This is your fault, Envy. Could you, grown-ass man, please stop sending penis pictures and videos to my DMs, please? <laughs> Who the, the hell, said, who the hell uh, sent penis pictures? Nah, because he said he liked Trav, so we said maybe you should ask Trav. Yeah, that's what you said. Bro, it, this segment is about yeah, ask yeah. C&E, yo. What do you, do you want to know how to, to, to send a good penis picture? Because I can't help you with that. No, no, no. I know how to do that already. But I'm asking, how should I narrow down my search for somebody to go to Cancun? My Instagram, again, Let me get underscore T-Y-Y-W. Yeah, don't base who you take to Cancun off of a penis picture, okay? Because the penis picture... Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, we're going to try this one more time. Now, you, now, you, hold, you hold on, man. We hold on. We'll make sure they send mad penis pictures to yeah, you, Yeah, because it may be a pretty penis, but you got to be with this person for a few days. Like, you need somebody with a good personality, King. That's true. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Ashley. Ashley, what's your question hey, for Ashley. CD? How you doing, Ashley? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. All right, so... I'm 29. Um, I've been separated for three years, married for five, and I recently found out that my ex or my whatever my ex husband that he is bisexual. Okay, he, he likes men and women. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, his behavior has changed, and like we kind of don't know how to deal with each other. It's more or less like he's acting like a real beast. Like, now I got to deal with a female when before it was a whole different person. Well, listen, I don't like your attitude about this, and I'm going to tell you why. You know how that makes people act, right? <laughs> you, done, you, done, you done started acting funny because you was getting some good D, okay? So you should be able to relate to that man even more now. That shouldn't drive y'all apart. Oh, God. Listen, so my question is, how do I get him to be a little bit more... Uh, he's, how, do, how do I deal with him in terms like how do I be patient because I don't know I don't I don't power women like I don't know how to he's not a woman he's a man you got to deal with him the same exactly. way he's just a person stop looking at it from a gender perspective and just think from the perspective of being you've been there you can relate you need to look that man in his eyes and say look man I understand how that good D can get you but you acting funny with me son yeah. good oh luck though God. Good luck. I don't understand why this is such a complicated conversation. I'm now y'all got more in common. You like penis, he likes penis. It's different. It's different when you were really dealing with someone and now they've changed. Like Or maybe or maybe you have changed. Maybe you feel a way now because you understand that he's just not giving D to you. Have you ever been bisexual? You ever been with a woman? I am, actually, from the beginning. Oh, my oh, God! Wow. So y'all both share the best of both worlds. Both he like penis and poom poom. You, can't be you like penis and poom poom. He might what is feel the, the same problem? way. You hating, yo. You hating because he's getting more D than you nowadays. You That's all the hater. problem. You sound like a hater. You a hater, yo. You a hater. You a hater. I'm going to be honest hater. with you. Goodness gracious. Ask C&E. 800-585-1051. If you a hater, we'll take your calls, too. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ew. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of ASC. And if you got questions, you can hit us up. Hello, who's this? Hi, I said my name is Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous. What's your question for CNE? I don't get it. It's, we're on the radio. Nobody can see you, but whatever. You can give a fake name. I know, but my name is just so unique. You know, I just can't do it. So You think Beyonce is a unique name? Go ahead. What's your question, Mama? <laughs> I'm glad I got y'all today. It's a good question. What's up? Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for, we're in our 10th year right 10 now. 10 years. Congratulations. Oh, you know, thanks. Uh, we had three kids together. Okay. And he... When we first started dating, we both established that we didn't want to get married. It was just like, I think we were both young, and it was, hey, we just dating, let's have fun. We didn't see that we'd be together 10 years. Mm -hmm. So now my values have changed, and I want to get married. Oh. And he's in that, why well, fix something that ain't broken. broken? Yeah. And, but I'm looking at it more on a, you know, showing your kids that you value your relationship. And legal standpoints, too, is if anything ever happens to me or him, we can't go in a room. We're not allowed there. We have no say-so, but we know what's best for each other. I agree. So but the thing is. But he came in this relationship not thinking that he didn't want to get married and you knew that and you didn't too. want to get married. You changed yeah. up. He ain't changed up. You sound just like my best friend. He a dude, too. But the thing is, your values change. And That's when your true. kids start to ask you. Why y'all don't got the same last name? Exactly. Happened to exactly. me. Exactly. Exactly. So we went looking for houses, and my daughter said, Mommy, in the next house we go in, you can't come in because you're not a blank. She said our last, their last name. Wow. And it, like, hurt my heart. Yeah, but she was only, like, three or four. Did you have that conversation with him? Does He he, does, he still doesn't want to get married. Yes, but the thing is, I don't want to continue to push because I don't want him to feel obligated. I don't want a man to marry me out of obligation. I want him to marry me because he feels like we have the same values. Right, but, you know, you already went into this relationship in this union thinking that you didn't want to get married, he didn't want to get married, he was cool with that. What's the reason he doesn't want to get married? He's just saying, like, what does a piece of paper do for us? Like, we're both, we, we know that we're both for each other and we're going to be together forever. Uh, we're, he's on the black men don't cheat. He does not cheat. Good. I know this. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just like, for him, it's like, why? Why I, do I, want I, I think, now? I'm going to tell you something. I think, you know, I, I'm sure he loves you. I'm sure he wants to be with you for the rest of his life. But, yeah, that's the thing. When your kids come to you and your kids say, why y'all don't have the same last name? Like, you know, I do believe that marriage is just a piece of paper. And y'all are already married because y'all are tied at the soul. Correct. But I do exactly. like the fact, I do like the, 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 I like making it official. I think he should make it official. But, you know, I can't, I can't tell him to marry you. I can only tell him to find somebody to share his life experiences with. But he already got that. So it's really he no does. And he tells me that all the time. He's like, hey, I want to be with you. You're the person I want. I don't want to be with anybody else. But he just doesn't see the reason why, hey, we've been together this long. It's been working. You should tell, so. him, you should tell him the reason is because you want to. That, That's yeah, it. Yeah, tell him you want to. to and, and your kids. Your kids That's need right. that as well. I'm all about making my woman happy. Happy wife, happy life. So the exactly. fact that you, tell him you want to. Don't 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 even make it like negotiable. Be like, y'all really want to get married. When he asks you what you want for Christmas, I want to get married. What you want for your birthday, I want to get married. What you want for but Valentine's, I want to get married. Like you're crying too much. So why don't you just like, ask okay. him one good time? Why don't you ask him? Why don't you get a ring and be like, I want you to be my husband? Don't Hell do that. No. Don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't don't do that. that. You just go curse on the radio. I would never. I would never do that. Yeah, don't I'm do not that. Not about to be a, a Christian Jim Jones situation. Mm -mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him know that's what you want, though. 
And if he lo- and if he really, really loves you and he really... Because it's going to come a point in time where he can't give you... He can buy you a house. He can buy you purses, all that stuff. And he he's can- done all that. He bought me a house. He support. We both own our own businesses. He supports my business so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... You want that ring. That's the only thing that I want. I don't even need... The thing is, I, don't, I can get one of those little rings you go work out with that's like silicone. I don't need the big jewel. I just want to be able to share the last name and we be a, a united you to, front. You need to go on title and make you a marriage playlist. So when y'all in the car, just songs be playing like <laughs> Let's Get Married, Beyonce, if you like it, then you put a ring on it. Just all these songs that got to do with marriage. Just keep beating it in his head. Eventually, he'll he come around. to y'all all day, so y'all give, tell, him, tell him to marry me. What's yeah. his name? What's his name? She won't say. Ooh, his, his name is Dwight. 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 <laughs> Get married. Get married, Dwight. Yes, King. Or what you do is you wait right, right when y'all having sex, right when he's about to, to and you stop right there, and you be like, this is only for a married man, and just walk out. <laughs> What? <laughs> Listen, no, Dwight, for real, get married. I promise you when you get married, your life will change, man. And not only when you get married, when you get married and you a faithful black man, I promise you your life will transform in ways that you can't even explain. I can't even explain to you the joy that I feel in my life Your right penis now. gets bigger when you get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get, get married, Dwight. Marry me, Dwight. All That's right, Dwight. Dwight. All right, Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. Do what's do right, Dwight. Right, do what's right, right Dwight. All right. I'm with that. When we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to tell you about Lauren London. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Santa Claus. That was Hot Girl Summer again? Now, this, this song is out of season. I don't know why y'all keep playing that out of season song. My All right? Goodness. It's wintertime. All right, 12 Days of Christmas is right around the corner, but we still talking about the goddamn summer. Yeah, you're right. All, All right, right, come on now. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk La- uh, Lauren London, please. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this is going to give you the chills. Lauren London and Puma are celebrating the life of Nipsey Hussle with their new campaign, Forever Strong. We open our hearts to the heavens. We use our tears to cleanse our canvas. The fear floods us. The love is electric. Self-inflicted pain. We dance in the rain till the fear is drained. Cause pain is the light. Pain is insight. The body hurts, but the spirit grows. The flesh is starving while wisdom overflows. I got a question only Lord knows. Does life birth us twice? Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Drop on the clues bounce for Lauren London. God bless Lauren London and her family. Yeah. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Absolutely. I know I think about them every day, if not every other day, for real, for real. When I was reading an article in the LA Times and Lauren said that uh her 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 three year old son still be asking where daddy at, my That's so, like, oh, man. My goodness. Sending nothing but positive energy and love and light to y'all. All right. Well, Matthew knows he is. Uh, he did an interview, and during the interview, he talks about Beyonce and Kelly Rowland was sexually harassed as teens. Now, remember, the girls are minors, sixteen years old. Uh, the the guys are twenty one, twenty two years old. I got a call from Kelly and Beyonce, and I talk about this in the book in detail, uh, saying that they were constantly being harassed by two other members. Of, of Jacket Edge, uh, and I couldn't have that. And I literally had to put the guys off the bus in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Wow, well, Jacket Edge responded uh, with a comment. It says, a lie, don't care who tell it. What happened to the lights? 
Steve fell asleep with the lights. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. When we in here having conversations about uh, grown men messing with <laughs> underage girls, and now is not the time to dim the lights, sir. My goodness. All right. I don't know what type of mood you're trying to set. What the hell's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with you, Steve? I mean, literally, this guy turned the lights down dim when you start talking about grown-ass men this messing crazy. with underage girls. My God. All right, well, R. Kelly. Uh, great segue! Great segue! I love a great radio segue! R. Kelly's ex, Drea, says she's suing Lifetime over surviving R. Kelly Part 2. We have the audio? When they brought the idea to me, I let them know that in no way, shape, form, or fashion will I be a part of it. Uh, they reached out to my children without my permission. They reached out to my family members without my permission. And then when I brought it to them that I don't want you contacting my children, they did it anyway. But what's more important about this is that I'm not happy with the aftercare and how the victims and survivors were handled throughout this entire process, even down to the bomb threat that was in New York. They put us on a bus, transported us back to the hotel, of which we're under our names. Then we go off to the airport the next day. No security. Yeah, so she Why is, is there a surviving R. Kelly part two? I'm not sure. Part one had you know, a tremendous impact on the culture. Uh, R. Kelly ended up getting arrested. He's in jail right now. Like, mm-hmm. what is, This is clearly just a money grab. Uh, I'm this not is clearly, sure. This is clearly just a money ratings play at this point. But I guess it's going to document the bomb scare and a lot of that other stuff that uh, happened. I think they, they they called me a couple times to be on it. I declined. I think Angela Yee might be on this one, but I declined. I just didn't want to talk about R. Kelly and his ways and everything that was going on with him. I, d- I didn't I, need that energy. I just don't see the purpose of a part two. Like, the part one did exactly what it was supposed to do. Like, uh-huh. you know, like R. Kelly is in jail right now. Part two could only be being done, it's only being done for money and, and ratings, clearly. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, up next, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, shout to D-Dot, Mad Rapper, for, for joining us this morning. Very good conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I Listen, I love talking to the OGs, because when the OGs have these conversations with us about what used to go on in the 90s, like, they was really there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all of these movies that we've been watching lately from this 90s era, guys like D-Dot were actually there. He was one of the hitmen. He produced all of the bad boy stuff with Stevie J and Mario Winans and the rest of the hitmen and Diddy. So salute to D-Dot. I enjoyed that conversation. Yep, absolutely. All right, and when we come back, positive notes to the movies. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, EJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now you guys have a great day today. I mean, the Christmas holiday season. Do you, you did you shopping yet or not yet? Have I done my shopping? Yeah. Do you think that I do shopping? You don't do shopping? I have a queen at home. My lovely Your queen wife. Can't shop for herself. Oh, you mean for her? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for this guy. <laughs> Christmas ain't about the parents, bro. But you got to get your wife something. Yeah. No, boy. Of course. No, boy. And I've, I've already I've already reached out to my man about something like that. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I don't know what I could possibly, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know what I could possibly get my wife right. at this point. Uh-uh. Because mm. all the big things are done. Her student loans are paid off. Mm-hmm. I, you know, she we live a great life. Mm. I'm blessed, bro. I don't know what to tell you. What do you give what do you give the woman that has everything? Some more of what she has. <laughs> I, I gotta ask some of her friends what she wants. I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm be honest with you, I'm not good at the Christmas thing. Oh, I'm great at it. I, 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 well, I know because you do that whole thirteen days of Christmas. It's Twelve thing. days of Christmas, sir. It starts this weekend. Twelve days of Christmas. 
that I do for my wife every year where every day I get her a gift. What's the first thing you got? I can't tell you because she's probably listening. Oh, okay, it's Saturday, okay. Saturday I get it. But you know, my kids, of course, I got an 18-year-old, so I make the 18-year-old get all the gifts for the 6 to 5 and the 3-year-old. She handles all that. Amazon queen. She knows what they want. She buys it, and all I got to do is set it up. Where, the whole, where did this 12 days of Christmas thing come in at? What you mean? Because only one day of Christmas is the 25th. That's the day we celebrate. Where the 12 days come on from? On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love set gave to man, me. you got to stop listening to white people, man. White people <laughs> be saying anything to make us niggas spend their money. That's why they told you that thing about 12 days of Christmas. It's one day of Christmas on December 25th. But hey, man, if you want to start on whatever, I'm with you. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be enjoying. I'm going to be looking at the gram. Like, right. boy, this nigga Envy is getting money. Oh, my goodness. You got a positive note, man. Yeah, the positive note is save your money because one day your money <laughs> is going to have to save you, okay? Curtis, that's my man Roddy Rich said. Yes, he's right. That's the truth. I love it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?